30 seconds. Welcome to the Braille Institute of America's Braille Challenge 2014 Award Ceremony. This live broadcast is brought to you by Airs LA and will be available as a podcast on our website, www.airsla.org. I'm Max Flanger. And I'm Terry Grossman, and we're here at the Universal Hilton Hotel in Los Angeles for a dinner and ceremony at which the winners in each student category of the Braille Challenge will be presented with their awards. In addition, the Teacher of the Year will be honored. For those of you who are new to this event, the Braille Challenge is unique. A competition among blind students, grades 1 through 12, from every part of the U.S. and Canada, testing their skills in all aspects of Braille, spelling, reading comprehension, proofreading, speed and accuracy, and charts and graphs. It is a two-stage contest, the first or regional stage is held from January to March in various areas of the United States and Canada. Winners in each region are then invited to participate in the final round of competition, which was held here today in Los Angeles at the headquarters of the Braille Institute of America, with the overall winners in each category being honored this evening. The categories are Apprentice, Grades 1 and 2, Freshman, Grades 3 and 4, Sophomore, grades 5 and 6. Junior varsity, grades 7 and 8 and 9. Varsity, grades 10, 11, and 12. The tests become increasingly difficult at each higher category level. The purpose of the Braille Challenge is to encourage students to improve their Braille reading and writing skills. The first challenge was held in 2000 in the Braille Institute's Regional Center in Anaheim, California, and was limited to students in grades 1 through 12 from Southern California. In 2001, the Braille Institute invited agencies from other areas to send contestants from their local competition to a final challenge in San Diego. In 2003, a Braille Challenge Advisory Committee was formed, and the preliminary round of challenge was restructured to be open to all kids from the U.S. and Canada. That 2003 Braille Challenge became a huge success with nearly 240 students from 28 states and four Canadian provinces participating in the first round and 55 finalists competing for the top title. The number of participants has increased every year since then with 60 finalists, 12 in each age category here in Los Angeles today. They, the finalists, are the winners of regional and local competitions administered by hundreds of teachers and many different agencies across the U.S. and Canada that hosted their own Braille Challenge event for up to 40 students at once. 1,065 students in all participated this year. The winners in each category of today's student competition will be recognized and given award and prizes at this dinner. In addition, one of nine nominees from all over the country will receive the prestigious Teacher of the Year Award. 
And that's what's creating the buzz and excitement here this evening at the 2014 Braille Challenge. Excitement among the contestants, among their family and friends, and among all of the attendees here at the Universal Hilton Hotel in Los Angeles. The evening begins with dinner, which will be followed by the program. I'm sure you can all hear the music, which is coming from the stage. But uh, before the program begins, let's give you a, an overall view of what we're seeing here. Terry, you want to start? I do. There is a wonderful red carpet that you arrive at the ballroom on, and it leads down the middle of the room up to a stage that is partially covered by a red and white striped big tent top. And in uh, in front of the front edge of the stage, just below the podium, is a Braille Institute logo with the a solid blue capital B and a lowercase I on it. There's also uh, an arched uh, circus supported by two red uh, plinths that are called that have circus on them. There are two tents on either side of these openings. In the one on the right is the band that you are hearing. The one on the left has some crates and boxes and a little small stage on it. Uh, further to the right at the front of the stage is, in any case, is the perpetual trophy. It is five shooting stars that are made of crystal on a black base, and it says Braille Institute of America, Braille Challenge National Title Winner, and it has currently 13 smaller plaques with the names of the recipients on it. And hanging over, we got. To, I've got to tell you about that people that they've got a trapeze artist hanging over one of the tables in the middle of the room, and he's wearing tur- turquoise tights and uh, holding his arms out. And across from him, almost over another table, is a woman dangling by her teeth. Before you get too excited here, the uh, you probably have figured out that the theme for the evening is the circus. Each year, there's a different theme. Last year. It was Hawaii this year. It's the circus. The two acrobats Terry just described are mannequins. They are not real. <laughs> oh, yes, I thought, indeed. <laughs> I thought we better tell you that. But the whole room is decorated to be a giant circus tent. Uh, around the periphery of the room are a couple of clowns, about five feet high, uh, cut-out clowns with red bulb noses and lights uh, depicting their bow tie and their ears. Uh, there is a ticket booth over to our right. There are posters all around the room, circus posters. Let me give you a couple of examples. A poster of the two-headed lady, a woman in bikini with two heads, quite unusual. The human torso, the ape girl, half girl, half ape, a couple of magicians, the human blast furnace, the fire eater, the alligator boy, the living shadow, the 45-pound man. Diablo, the four-horned ram, who is uh, out of his nostrils, we see lots of smoke. Quacky, the four-legged duck, and a whole lot of other posters, which makes this look very much like a circus. Boys and girls, ladies and gentlemen of all ages, welcome to the 2014 Braille Challenge Awards. Thank you. My name is Ranger Smith, and here to describe this beautiful ballroom is one of Hanna-Barbera's most famous cartoon characters, Wally Gator. 
Thank you, thank you. Oh my gosh, thank you. Like this, is the microphone on. <laughs> oh my gosh, look at all the fine people out here. This is Wally Gator. How's everybody doing tonight? Ah, big round of applause for this wonderful, wonderful big crop there. Yeah. I'd like to tell everybody about this fabulous ballroom. Now, there's about 400 people in attendance tonight. We know because we counted them. <laughs> All dressed to the nines, looking quite exquisite, I might add. Each round table seats about 10, and they're draped with bright red fabric. It's adorned by a fancy little top hat centerpiece, which you all can see there. We paid extra for that. <laughs> and the scatter of glowing diamond-shaped jewels. Now, as you walk in the main entrance, a long red carpet stretches all the way to our stage, where it looks just like the inside of an enormous circus tent. Long swags of alternating red and yellow meet at one point near the high ceiling, then drape out toward the entire front half of our room, creating a stunning canopy of color. <laughs> On our stage, <clears throat> in addition to our perpetual trophy case and the vintage red podium, there are two glowing sections of an actual circus center ring near the front <laughs> and toward the back. Two sparkling red tents with gold fringe. Our musicians are set up in the right tent, while our left tent is reserved exclusively for our big winners tonight. Additionally, the entire perimeter of the ballroom is decorated with old-fashioned circus banners and classic white string lights. Whoa, I love this stuff. Needless to say, folks, this is certainly going to be a night we'll never forget. I'm just so excited. <laughs> Let's give you a little more information about the room itself. It's a very large room, about 100 by 165 feet. There are 39 or 40 tables. Terry and I are having a little discussion <laughs> over the exact number, but that's pretty close, with 10 people eating at each table. So you get the idea. It's, it's a good-sized room. And the room is full. Uh, I don't see, I think there's one table that's only got a couple people at it, but this is a full room. Everybody really enjoying the uh the festivities tonight? They are, and the most important part of the festivities tonight is the name, are the names of the finalists. So I think what we should do right now is give you the names of those finalists, and uh, then you'll know who is up here for these awards. So why don't we start with the apprentice group? Uh, Terry, do you want to start? Uh, Emma Brown from New York, Addison Burgess from Florida. Cole Carper from Arkansas, Tara Cocoviso from Kansas, Katie Couch from Missouri, Jasmine McCandless from Colorado, Chiara Peterson from Arizona, Brooke Petro from Kansas, Ian Resavur from Indiana, Austin Schwan from Missouri, Max Tepley from Florida, and Madison White from Texas. These are all the apprentice category students. And the freshmen are Haley Baskefield, from Oklahoma, Audrey Bethe from Kansas, Patricia Figueroa from California, Josh Goldenberg from California, Rachel Hike from Alabama, Presley Jorgensen from Texas, Julia Legrand from Michigan, Kia Orkaya Palmisano from Florida, Joey Parra from Arizona, 
James Ramirez from Massachusetts, Julia Stockberger from Maryland, and Richard Tienter from Missouri. And the sophomore category winners, uh, finalists, are uh, Richard Abel from Georgia, Jalen Ballard from Ohio, Kaylin Brindell from New York, Donovan Chasson from Louisiana, Paige Drury from Connecticut, Caitlin Hip from Wisconsin, Annette Lamas from Florida, Griffin Miller from Michigan, Danielle Schutz from Nebraska, Mason Tilly from Kentucky, Maria Vianneda from Indiana, and Ella Yu from British Columbia, Canada. We'll move over to the junior varsity category, which includes Bailey Alger from Wisconsin, Kate Antolak from Florida, Cricket Biddleman from California, Mitchell Bridwell from Indiana, John Cox from West Virginia, Ricardo Herrera from California, Brandy Hick from Utah, Jack McPadden from Massachusetts, Mikhail Smith from Indiana, Ashley Tao from Kansas, Lauren Thompson from Iowa, and Alyssa Townsend from Iowa. And the varsity finalists, Annabelle Constanza from Iowa, uh, Hartley Fetterman from Texas, Merlin Hillman from Texas. Please do not be alarmed, but it would appear that one of our many circus animals has, oh well, escaped from his cage. I repeat, do not be alarmed. But if you do happen to discover a 300-pound gorilla at your table, don't panic. His name is Bobo, and he is very friendly. However, he is also very hungry. So if he does go for your plate, well, you might be better off just giving it to him. Again, ladies and gentlemen, if you discover a 300-pound gorilla named Bobo trying to steal your dinner, please notify the closest circus authority. Thank you. And back to our varsity finalists, Rihanna Martin, British Columbia, Canada. Uh, Iman Masood from California, Jessica Minetti from Pennsylvania, Sue Park from Texas, uh, Natalia Ratcliffe from California, Beth Rouse from Iowa, Philbert Chong from uh, California, Andrew Zhang from New York, and Tiffany Chow from California. And those are all the finalists competing to find out in a very few minutes who the winners are. It's uh, interesting to see each year how many of these kids come back from previous years. Uh, in fact, the winner in the varsity division last year, Tiffany Zhao, is back again. All right, we should probably tell you about some of the sponsors. In fact, we should tell you about all the sponsors. This would not be possible without the help of the sponsor. So let's go over to the uh, sponsors list here. The major prize sponsor is Humanware. Braille Note Apex BT32 Braille Note Taker for first place winners and teacher of the year. Those are very cool devices, and they are on display in their boxes on the corners of the stage, uh, stacked up on three wooden barrels. So you can get a close-up close look at those. The President's Circle sponsors, the Julia Stern Stockweiler Charitable Foundation in memory of Marcus E. Cran Jr., Dot Data Inc., the finals competition opening ceremony sponsors. Bill Evans is sponsoring the Teacher of the Year Award. Mr. and Mrs. Franklin D. Halliday, the Challenge Day Breakfast. 
uh, for, uh, and lunch for students, the Walter Lance Foundation, the Welcome Dinner for Students and Families, and the L.A. Optimist Youth Club through a bequest from Al and Billy Long for speed and accuracy and proofreading individual skills competitions, and Dot and Rick Nelson. The Platinum Circle sponsors are the Braille Institute Auxiliary, Walter Lance Foundation, Charts and Graphs Individual Skills Competition, T-Based Communications, Spelling Individual Skills Competition, Philip P. Woodward, Reading Comprehension Individual Skills Competition. And the Gold Circle sponsors are City National Bank, the Delta Gamma Foundation, and Homer Rails. Silver Circle sponsors, Gerald and Mary Jo Brown, in memory of Catherine Krupa, student sponsorship, Mary E. Burson, student sponsorship, Sally H. Jamison, Palmer C. Langdon, student sponsorship, Los Angeles Breakfast Club Foundation, NBC4, Southern California, Superstar Award for Excellence in Reading and Comprehension, and Hal and Joy Ratray, student sponsorship. Providing prizes at preliminary regional events, Humanware, the Victor Reader Stream Media Players, the National Braille Press, gift certificates for their catalog of Braille books and products, for the regional contestants and seedlings braille books for children offering gift certificates for a book or t-shirt from their catalog for the regional contestants and special thanks to our 2014 braille challenge media sponsor nbc4 has generously agreed to sponsor a special scholarship award called the nbc4 braille superstar award for excellence in reading comprehension This cash prize will go to the Braille Challenger who scores the overall highest in the reading comprehension category of the competition. We have uh, some recognition for the contest development team. Uh, The Braille Challenge is a rigorous contest that each year is researched, developed, and reviewed by a top team of teachers for visually impaired students throughout the country. Braille Institute is grateful for the hard work and expertise shared by the following teachers of children who are visually impaired. Sheila Amato, uh, Reading Comprehension. Pat Leader, Proofreading and Spelling. Lynn Sandler for Proofreading. Sandy Cervetti for Charts and Graphs. Anna Swenson, Reading Comprehension. Marilyn Mears, Charts and Graphs. Kristen Matushi, Reading Comprehension, Speed and Accuracy. Looking around, we're seeing that the people apparently have polished off their salads with great gusto, <laughs> and I think they're waiting for the uh, remainder of the meal. Is that what it looks like to you, That's Terry? what it looks like to me, and I see waiter. I'm trying to see if I can see what's in waiter's hands here. Now, this gentleman is clearing plates there in the back, so I think I think the uh, the participants here are waiting for, uh, for... There they go. Yeah, they're bringing plates. There okay. we go. Yeah. Well, you, you can see the smiles on the faces of the uh, gathering here. Okay, uh, let's talk about the advisory committee. There's a national advisory committee for the, uh, for the Braille Challenge made up of Nancy Niebrugen. Nancy, I'm going to get your name right one of these days. Associate Vice President of National Program, Braille Challenge Director, Braille Institute of America. James Adams, EDS, Superintendent, Oklahoma School for the Blind. Janie Blom. And there is the clown policeman. Blows his horn. And here comes the gorilla. 
And the officer's got a huge blue mallet. And the gorilla's scampering over here, but the officer can't find him. It's your job to find him. We've got to get him out of this place. Officer Tuba gives a thumbs up. And he pats his chest, the officer. The officer is dressed like a London Bobby with a black helmet and a black uniform with some rather bright, are they brass buttons, Terry? They look like brass buttons from here. The officer is walking away from the stage, up the red carpet, looking left and right for somebody or something. And I did see a scurry, a scurrying, furry shape. A scurrying, furry shape? I did. I like that uh, word order. That's good. Uh-oh. Oh, there he is over there. I can see his head bobbing up by the stage. Oh. Oh, he's, he, he can't. I think he snuck under something. He's, he's running back and forth. Oh, he's running back behind one of the banners. The officer's disappeared. Oh, he's oh. come out from behind the banner. What did he catch? What did he catch, you know? It was the gorilla. Oh, okay. Light blue tie, sandy blonde hair, wiggling his shoulders back and forth like he's marching. Justice to the band. Thank you, challengers. Thank you, Super Casanova. And welcome, everyone, to the 14th Annual Braille Challenge Awards. It, it is, on a personal note, an, an incredible honor for me to be here, to, to honor all of you, to celebrate the hard work that you all have done. And you, our diligent finalists, are an inspiration to us all for all that you have gone through this year to prepare for today's challenge. You know, but I'm not alone here this evening. i got to tell you, there is a menagerie 
backstage. No, 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 there really is. I, I've seen a two-legged alligator, as well as a talking dog. That's me, Raggy, that's me. <laughs> Scooby-Dooby-Doo. Yes, that, that is you, Scooby. Thank you. Thank you so much. Thank you, Scooby, for being here. Well, thank you. Wait, and don't forget Scrappy Daffy Doo. I'm here too. Puppy Power. You know, you really can't forget about Scrappy. Thank you, Scrappy, for being here. You know, you are one. Hi, I interrupt here just a second. Let's go. We gotta get moving. Right, everybody. It's me. That's my Thank line, you. Scrappy Doo. And it's my Uncle Scooby. Well, that's me. <laughs> you done? Oh, he's done. <laughs> I shut him up with some duct tape. <laughs> well, we are thrilled to have all of you here with us tonight, celebrating and honoring these kids and their outstanding achievements. As they mentioned, I work for your favorite station, NBC4. NBC4. Oh, <laughs> you know, as a journalist, I have the pleasure of not only covering the breaking news stories of the day, but I am so fortunate to work for a company like NBC4 that allows me to be here and the opportunity to be part of important events like tonight. And when you speak of media coverage, I'm just wondering, did you all managed to see the paparazzi out there on the red carpet? Were you interviewed? Did you get your pictures taken? You know, and in case you were wondering, not only are you stars out on the red carpet, but tonight's show is being streamed live on the Braille Institute YouTube channel. YouTube? Uh, that's YouTube, Scoob? Ruby Tooby Tube. <laughs> stars of stage and screen. And once again, we'd like to welcome Airs LA, the audio internet reading service of Los Angeles. Now, Airs LA will be podcasting our event, so be sure to tell your fans they can also listen to the show with commentary, with description. Now, that's on Airs LA Stream. So all you have to do is go to www.airs-la.org. And we're also going to be checking our tweets throughout the evening. Yes, we are social media active right here. So be sure to tell your friends and family. Now, here is where you need to go. It's at Braille Inst, or that's Braille, I-N-S-T. And you use the hashtag Braille Challenge. And if you're using Instagram, it's also Braille Challenge on Instagram. So tell your family, tell your friends, have them give you a personal shout-out because you all deserve it. And we are going to be sharing the best tweets throughout the evening here. And, and tweet me as well. I'm easy to find. I'm at Robert NBCLA. Okay. What's, what's going on here? Officer Tuba, can I, can I help you? Oh, you found our fugitive. No, you have not found our fugitive. You've looked everywhere, huh? Well, he shouldn't be too hard to find. He is a giant ape. OK, 
Okay, well, so, so what's all the honking about that? Really? Already? We have our first tweet? We have our first tweet. How about that? Okay. We have our first tweet. Perhaps, perhaps I can encourage one of our circus friends, and obviously there are many of them here tonight, to help me out with this first tweet. Hi, this is Yogi Bird. Hey, I'd be more than happy to read that little tweet, Mr. Kovacic. It's Kovacic. Yeah, that's what I said. Hey! All right, Yogi, help me out. Uh, why, certainly, sir. Uh, it goes a little something like this. Hey, challengers, we're watching you right now, and we're all so proud. That night's just begun, but you've already won. Hey! That yeah, kind of rhymes. Very true. Thank you, Yogi Bear. Hey, thank you very much, Mr. Kovacic. It's Kovacic. Hey, that's what you said. Hey. All right, and Officer Tuba, thank you very much. Let's get back to work here. Job well done. Oh, and, 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 and wait, Officer Tuba, good luck in trying to find that gorilla. Yeah, you're on the case. Keep looking. We need to find him. And away he goes. Well, folks, I guess we just have to expect the unexpected when the circus comes to town. All right, but let me ask you a, ser a serious question. Can we get serious for a moment here, please? Jeez. Challengers, who here had fun today? Really? I, I'm sorry. Can we try that again? I can't hear you. Challengers, who here had fun today? That is more like it. And now I would like our challengers to rise for a moment and be recognized. Music. You are exemplary students, are the national finalists of this year's Braille Challenge. As you are well aware, there are dedicated teachers all over the country perpetually striving to discover new and exciting ways to challenge you all. And once again, you, are challengers, have met those challenges, but have excelled with flying colors. And for those accomplishments, we, your parents, your peers, and your community commend and congratulate every single one of you. Most of you have traveled great distances to be here this weekend. Some of you have been even here before. And all of you, every single one of you, have come here tonight for one reason and one reason in common. And that is to win. Am I right? A round of applause for our challengers, please. Guess what, challengers? 
I've got something that you want. Do you know what it is? Do you know what it is? I have the names of the winners. We have the winners, and I'm going to ask for that winning envelope to be presented to me right now. This is the moment that you've been waiting for. It is top secret. It is the winner's envelope. Everyone, this is Christine. Round of applause, please, for Christine. Winners are right here. I've got them in my hand. These are the exclusive. Whoa, Bobo! The ape has the envelope. All right, Christine, stand behind me and do not panic. And I will try not to as well. Bobo, Bobo, no, 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 Bobo, 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 Bobo. That envelope has our winners. I need you to give it back to me, okay? Oh, that's right. Give me the envelope, Bobo. No, no, no. Come on, Bobo. Give me, give me the envelope. Bobo, Bobo, Bobo. Right here. Thank you very much. May I have it? Bobo, Bobo, Bobo. Okay. Just, just, you just have to hand me the envelope. I need the winners. Bobo. Bobo, don't eat the, don't eat, don't eat it. We don't have it. We don't have the names. Watch out, Christine. All right, Bobo, Bobo. Whoa. Okay. Officer, okay. All right, Bobo. Bobo, come back with the envelope, Bobo. Officer Chuba, get Bobo. Bobo, don't run away. Well, um... Uh, I, I, that sure didn't happen during rehearsal. Did it? Okay, well, uh, all right, listen, we're good, we're good. Challengers, don't worry. The envelope with the winner's names may be gone, but as you see, we have LA's finest on the case. And they are going to find that envelope for you because that's what Officer Tuba is going to do. And we're going to recover all of the stolen goods for you and we're going to get them to you before, um, well, before you all fly home. Okay. All right. In the meantime, what do they say under the big top about the show? The show must go on. And that is exactly what we will do some way, somehow. I want to talk about the Braille Institute, if we can. The Braille Institute has undergone a lot of challenges itself this year. And however, as with all of these challenges and with change, come new insights and exciting plans for the future of this organization. And can you believe it? The organization is 95 years of age. How about that? So with that said, I would like to bring up and have the honor to do so, 
the new president of the Braille Institute. Please help me in welcoming Mr. Peter Minnick. Hello, Peter. I'm going to give you this. It does. It does, but I thought I would just uh, let you know that um, I'm going to give you the mic, and uh, I'm going to go help Officer Tuba and look for the winner's envelope. So if you okay. see it, will you, uh, will you let me know, and I'll I come will. back up on stage. I promise. Everyone, Peter Minnick. Well, thank you. Thank you, Robert, and good evening, everybody. Uh, I have been involved with the Braille Challenge for the last three years, and this event continues to get better every single year. Wow. I love the energy in the room tonight and couldn't be more excited to be here. This day has also become one of my favorite days of the year. In my book, it's right up there with Thanksgiving Day, and I'm serious about that. What a beautiful picture to see all of you contestants out there along with your families. You are the all-stars of Braille in the United States and Canada. This year, Braille Institute partnered with more schools and service agencies that work with visually impaired children than ever before. There were 43 regional events that had an average of 100 contest or 25 contestants and an average of 100 guests and volunteers. So that means over 500 individuals were involved in this year's Braille Challenge around the country. And this reflects an immense commitment to this event around the U.S. by students, parents, teachers, Braille transcribers, and volunteers. Clearly, the Braille Challenge continues to get bigger, better, and even more visible. And this visibility is absolutely critical, because how many times have we heard that Braille is dead? Well, we can all see tonight that it is alive and well in this room and across this great country. You, you competitors, are powerful examples of how, a young, of how much a young person can accomplish when braille, these Braille skills are taught with excellence and the expectations for success are very high. And we know that with more involvement by people from the community, the local school districts, even the media, the public is now much more aware of the importance of Braille. It's that sense of community and common journey that makes it such a special event. Finally, we also hear a lot about making friends. Old friends, new friends, friends that stay in touch on Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook. Friends with the same motivation to perform and exceed, who may share the same interests and who may face many of the same challenges in their lives. Now, I have another challenge for you, for each one of you, both the competitors and their loved ones, their families. So please listen up. I want to challenge each one of you to go back to your communities and tell them about your experience here at the Braille Challenge. Not people that you already know, but pick two or three other people that are not currently in your social network. 
because this is going to help us further increase the awareness of this powerful event and this life experience. And to all of the finalists here tonight, you may not realize it, but each one of you is a powerful role model for other children with vision loss. You made it here tonight the way every great competitor does. And it's not just having the brains and the talent to do the work. More importantly, you put in the, you put in the hard work, the endless practice, and a, had a passion to succeed. Well, maybe you still don't really think that your work ethic and accomplishments have inspired others. So let me share with you the many sponsors and donors here tonight who most definitely believe in each one of you and have supported what you have accomplished this year. These are individuals and organizations who could support any number of causes, but who chose the Braille Challenge because its impact is very, very clear. This program encourages more than 1,000 children a year to invest in themselves and improve their Braille skills because we all know that the, at the end of the day, mastering this critical skill set is the stepping stone to higher education and ultimately to finding meaningful work that can sustain you financially and give you purpose in your lives. In short, Braille is the code for success. So we have a number of very special people to thank this evening. First, I'd like to thank the individuals that provided the financial resources that made the challenge happen. Without them, there would be no Braille challenge. Uh, so if you are here tonight, I know some were not able to make it, please rise as your name is read. Dot and Rick Nelson. I know one gentleman could not be here this evening, Bill Evans, who's been a year after year supporter of this great event, and we miss him here this evening. Homer Rallis, I know he's here. Homer. Delta Gamma Foundation, represented by Christina Rodriguez. City National Bank, represented by Carolyn Rodriguez. One of my favorite year-after-year -year participants, Mary Burson. Hal and Joy Rattray. Palmer Langdon. Gerald and Mary Jo Brown. Thank you all so much for your year after year contributions to make this event happen. I also want to uh, welcome a senior, a major supporter of our special collection, Dr. Ellen Gursky is here from Maryland. Uh, 
on behalf of the Brana and Irv Sissenwein Foundation, as many of you know, the special collection is also a key part of our Braille literacy uh, challenge. Next, I will acknowledge Mr. Dominic Gagliano, Vice President of Humanware U.S. Humanware is an assistive technology leader dedicated to providing innovative solutions for both students and adults who are blind or visually impaired. And Humanware is now our new major prize sponsor, awarding all first place winners and the Teacher of the Year with a Braille Note Apex, their flagship Braille note taker. Dominic, please stand and thank you for Humanware's contribution. And of course, we also thank Robert Kovacic for being our gracious host tonight. As I was mentioning to Nancy earlier this evening, to have somebody fill in for that role and give us some real support to run the show so beautifully. We really appreciate that. And also, he's obviously representing our longtime media sponsor, NBC4LA. So thank you, Robert. And finally, I'll conclude my remarks by giving a big shout out to the Braille Institute staff who have been incredible as usual. This event takes a small army to make this event happen, to move it above and beyond this weekend and bring you the wonderful experience that you're all enjoying. So please join me in giving them a very special round of applause. Thank you for your magnificent Hey, Bobo. <laughs> anyway, it's time to get back to Robert and the rest of this show. Thank you very much. <laughs> uh, Peter's shaking hands with Officer Tuba. And he's met up with Bobo. Oh, you rascal. Bobo's in Mr. Mindic's seat. <laughs> now he's gotten out. <laughs> it, it looks as if uh, Peter Mindic, oh, president, actually... <laughs> uh, president of Braille, is having a little tiff with Bobo. And Bobo's finally run off. Waves his hand. But the faithful policeman with his oh, huge mallet is chasing, chasing Bobo out of the room. But he's darting off. Bobo and the policeman have disappeared behind the tent at the stage. To the Robert Oldman is. Yes, the guy's got to eat. Hi, Kate. What's up with you? What did I miss? Well, I'll pay attention there, Robert. I said, you see that little house over there says D-O-G? I said, that spells chicken. Go get them, boy. Now, I'll say, when are we going to start giving out some prizes to these here youngsters, boy? Prizes, yes. We do have some awards to give out. It's Mr. Leghorn? Uh, that's foghorn leghorn here to you, boy. I, I'm a chicken, I, a rooster that is. Now, sir, I, I say, I say, 
Don't you agree it's about high time we start giving out some real awards? It is that time. And we're going to start, if you will indulge me, with an award that is very near and dear to my heart because it is from your favorite television station. I'm sorry, and it was again NBC. Oh, I like that. Could you do that again, Super Casanova? Do it again. For those of you who are my age and old enough to know what that means. Okay. Yes, our first award tonight is, and I'm going to read the official title, the NBC4 Braille Superstar Award for Excellence in Reading Comprehension. Well, now, that sounds like an auspicious oculate indeed, boy. It, it, it certainly is, Foghorn. It certainly and, and is. And just out of sheer curiosity, Mr. Kovokic, whatever, well, what kind, I say, what kind of prize does such an honor befetch in today's economy? It's Kovacic. That's what I said, boy. Pay attention. This year, our winner earns a $2,000 cash award. Well, now, $2,000? Well, now, that I say, now, that's an awful lot of chicken scratch now, ain't it, boy? Y yes, yes, it is an awful lot of chicken scratch, as you say, and it's well-deserved because consider this, Foghorn and everyone. This particular winner has the top score for reading comprehension of any finalist in all five age groups. Wow, well now that's impressive. That oh. is impressive indeed. It's so impressive, I need some help presenting this award. So I'd like to bring out the Braille Institute's Vice President of Regional Programs, Gene Mathewitz. Gene, would you come on out here and join me? I can see that this, this envelope does not have Bobo teeth marks on it, so this is not the envelope that is missing. But we do have our superstar winner in here, don't we, Gene? Yes, we do, Robert, and I'm so glad I can help you out with this. Now, I'll say that boy looks a bit too old to be competing in the Braille Challenge, Robert. <laughs> oh, no, 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 no. I'm not, I'm not competing at the Braille Challenge. I work at the Institute. Well, you had, I, I said, pay attention now, you had me fooled, boy. Don't pay any attention. Let's just, Mr. Lakehorn, if you would give us a minute, we'd like to move the program along. Gene, let's talk about our winner. Certainly. I, I said, yes, yeah, uh, go get him, boy. We're as anxious as a tick on a dog and a barrel of oatmeal. <laughs> All right, I will take that as Gene opens the envelope. Here we go. I said, don't take all day, boy. And our superstar is, drum roll, Brooke Petro. Brooke Petro, last year, it was Brooke's goal to make it to the National Braille Challenge. This is her. Get up here, Brooke. This is her first year here, folks. She's most proud of her ability to read Braille, 
as she's the only person in her school that knows how to read Braille. She also loves to do art projects and hopes to use those talents as an artist when she grows up. Ladies and gentlemen, one more time, the winner of the NBC Braille Superstar Award, Brooke Petro. Way to go, Brooke! Yabba-dabba-doo, this is Fred Flintstone. Is this microphone on? Yes, go ahead, Mr. Flintstone. <clears throat> Mr. Bonnie Rubble, tonight you and I are going bowling. Oh, well, all right, Fred. <laughs> uh, but I'm not so sure this is the best time. We've got this award show to do first, Fred. Award show? Well, I better get to work on my acceptance speech. <laughs> Oh, uh, but uh, you're not getting an award, Fred. We're giving awards to the kids tonight. Kids? Yeah, you, 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 you know, Fred, kids. You mean to tell me that I'm missing league night at the bowling alley and I'm not even getting an award? What about us adults? Oh, uh, hey, that's a, that's a good idea, Fred. Maybe now's a good time to award the teacher of the year. All right, Bond, but I think we better bring out someone who actually knows what she's doing. Oh, you mean Wilma? <laughs> no, Bonnie, not Wilma. I mean someone these kids actually know. A lady who's been the face of this show since the Stone Age. Oh, gee, Fred, I don't think she's going to like that. <laughs> I'm talking about the one and the only Nancy Nebrigy. Yeah, but dabba do. Hello, challengers. Thank you, Fred and Barney. Uh, uh, thank you. Uh, well, she was thanking me. Right, just shut up, Barney. Let her finish. Although I'm not sure how I feel about the Stone Age comment. It was just a little humor, Nancy. Get over it. <laughs> okay, okay, so I have been around for a while, I admit. But I've got to tell you, I am more pleased than ever to be here tonight for this award. Uh, you mind if, uh, are we ready to read a tweet first? Uh, let's, uh, if you don't mind, Nancy, we're going to read a tweet. Yabba dabba do. This one comes to us from Pam Bryant at Pam Bryant 13. Bonnie, would you like to do the honors? Oh, thanks, Fred. Alyssa Townsend's family is sending good luck wishes for her from Illinois. Love you. <laughs> oh, that's sweet. Okay, Fred and Barney, so where was I? Oh, yeah, the Teacher of the Year Award. Well, um, I'm very honored to 
present this. It's our Teacher of the Year Award for Braille Instruction. I think you have a line, Barney. Oh, oh, sorry. Uh, I was back. <laughs> You're leaving me hanging out here, I was, I was, I was back here uh, tasting some of the veal. Hey, if only... Oh, that was funny. <laughs> if only Fred had that kind of commitment to his bowling game. <laughs> watch it, Rubble, watch it. Uh, that wasn't the line, Barney. <laughs> I know, I'm just following the script, way off the script, if you know what I mean, man. Okay, well, well let, let's talk a bit about commitment, because that's what this, this award is really all about. And our awardee this evening has it in spades. She really personifies what this award is about. She knows how to make instruction fun. She knows how to innovate. She knows how to create an environment that incorporates her students, the family, the entire community. And that's really what this award is about. It's the dedication and the commitment that she has. I, for one, wouldn't mind hearing more about this teacher of the year. Sounds like a real go-getter, Nan. Well, you know, she is. And since we do want to learn a little bit more about her, I just happen to have a video I get to share with you. So please sit back and relax, and let's watch a video about our awardee, Jan Zollinger. Oh, not yet, Jan. We're going to watch the video. <laughs> <laughs> Hi, my name is Jan Zollinger, and we are here at the Idaho School for the Deaf and Blind, where I teach. I get to teach Braille. A door sign reads, Idaho School for the Deaf and the Blind. The school cafeteria. Jan works with kids in the classroom. I love going to Jan's classes. She makes everything so fun. Kaylee Park is a student at ISDB. I love how she always has fun activities for us to do to help them memorize all of the Braille contractions. Students do Braille exercises with Play-Doh. I have tried to use the arts in my teaching because the arts bring such motivation to the kids. Gretchen Spooner is Director of Education at ISDB. She works to make so many activities accessible for students who are blind and one of the big way she's done that at our school is to bring drama productions into the school. That is one of the activities where our blind and vision impaired students have had opportunities that they would never have anywhere else in the state and they've grown so much from that. Jean Marie Kopecki is Assistant Director of Outreach at ISDB. She was also the one who had started um, the program for the outreach that is going out into the homes of young children and talking to parents about how they can help their children become as independent as possibly and get ready for school. She started that program in um, Idaho. We had not had one before um, Jan took on that role. Elizabeth Alarcon is student Brian Alarcon's mother. Brian has been studying with Jan since middle school, having her as a teacher. It's a blessing. I'm Janet Adi. I know Jan Zollinger because she was my son's teacher. She was an ideal person to come to my home and be with my son and help us learn how to take care of him and how to help and encourage his eyesight to work. She's also been eager to take on other roles. Of course, the Braille Challenge has been her big passion as well. On behalf of vision teachers throughout the United States and Canada, 
I would like to personally thank the Braille Institute for sponsoring the Braille Challenge. It is so amazing to see how excited the kids are in preparing for the Braille Challenge. Dorothy Ogden, a library assistant at ISDB. She has worked so hard. I mean, she works tirelessly, and she is always so enthusiastic and energetic in her job. Jan, I'm not surprised that you're getting this award, but I'm so pleased that others now know what contributions that you've been able to give over the years. And as um, a friend and a mentor, I am so pleased and grateful for what you've been able to give me. You have served so well all over the state for so many years. Um, Idaho is indebted to all that you've contributed um, by serving families and children and teachers and districts and, um, and just students at this school. Uh, you have made such an impact in their lives. I want to be remembered as a teacher who cared about kids that she taught because it's all about the kids and they truly have taught me more than I have taught them. Ladies and gentlemen, please help me welcome to the stage our 2014 Teacher of the Year for Braille Instruction, Jan Zollinger. As a Teacher of the Year, Jan will receive the same prize package as our first place contestants. That's right, Bonnie. This includes a hefty cash award through the generosity of longtime BIA supporter Bill Evans. Thank you, Braille Challenge and the Braille Institute for this wonderful award. I humbly accept it. In my video, it, today was a wonderful experience. Do you know what I saw today? I saw determination. I saw hope. I saw kids working. I saw lots of good things in your children today. It is I am a teacher today because of students like your children. But I am a teacher here today because of one particular student. And I want to tell you about that because I want you boys and girls that are here to know what a difference you make to your teachers. The first year I taught Braille, I graduated, got my degree, and I didn't even know very many blind people and had never worked with kids before. And so I didn't know about blind and visually impaired kids. So the first of the year, I came acquaintance with a 16-year-old girl 
And every day after school, she would come down and we would visit. It was her first year, too. And I want you to know that I was very green. And for you children that don't know what green men means, it means that I didn't know very much. And so it was, it was announced that the end of the school was coming and we were going to have, uh, we were going to some sand dunes for uh, the end of the year party. So every day this girl would come down and say, Mrs. Dollinger, will you help me go climb the, the sand dunes? And every day I said, sure, I'll help you, sure, I'll help you. In my experience, sand dunes to me were little hills that you went on. So when your Braille teacher wants you to experience lots of different things, this is why. So I promised her that I would help her. The day came to go. And I forgot to tell you one other thing about Carol. She was um, legally blind, but she also had two um, braces, metal braces that went on each one of her arms. And so as we drove to the sand hills, the closer we got to them, the more I went, oh my gosh, it was a huge, huge sand hill. When I got home, I looked it up. It was the Bruno Sand Hills. It is the tallest single sand hill in North America, 470 feet from the floor. And so I am thinking, oh my gosh, I told her that I would help her to the top and there's no way she's going to be able to do this. So on getting out of the bus, she put one of her canes, one of her uh, braces in and it sunk clear down and she put the other one in the sand and it sunk clear down. And we had to help her over to sit down. So I'm thinking, how am I going to tell this student that she won't be able to climb this sand hill. So I went over and I said, Carol, I'm really sad that you won't be able to climb the sand hills. Do you know what she said to me? Mrs. Ollinger, I am going to go up to the top of that mountain. Does that sound familiar to you, any of you parents? Do you have determined children like that? And so I said, Carol, how have you thought about that? You know your, your uh, braces went clear down. How are you going to do that? And she looked at me and she said, Mrs. Zollinger, I've been thinking about it and I think, I think that if I crawl, I will be able to get up to the top of that mountain. And so that's what we did. We crawled up 470 feet to the top of that sand hill. When we got to the top, I was, I was worried because she was absolutely exhausted. Her face was red, and I said, do you, do you, are you okay with crawling down? And she said, no. I'm not. And again, she said to me, Mrs. Dollinger, I think, I think I can do it if I roll down the hill. 
And so, and so that's what we did. We rolled 470 feet to the bottom of the hill. When we got home, when I got home that night, I had sand everywhere in every part of my body. But do you know what I said to myself? I didn't know anything about blind kids. I did not know about their determination and their problem solving and, and their, great, their great worth. And so I said to myself, I want to work with these kids. I don't want to be a regular school teacher. I want to work with blind and visually impaired kids. So that's why I am a Braille teacher, because one student made a difference in my life. Thank goodness it was the first year I taught. But through the years, I have noticed this characteristic in many, many blind and visually impaired kids. They are determined. They are hopeful. They want to succeed. And so we want them to succeed also. Braille is a code for success. Now, I wouldn't be a teacher if I don't. I'm hurrying. I'm just about through, Nancy. I wouldn't be a teacher if I didn't leave a challenge with all of you students tonight. And that challenge is that... Maybe you know, I've talked to some students here, maybe some parents know, but the UEB, which is the Unified English Braille Code, is coming. And so we, I want to challenge all of the kids that are here to jump on board and to learn that. Um, a, in 2012, when it was announced, last fall I started teaching my students because I wanted them to learn. And I was not a big supporter at first, but I am now, and this is why. When I started teaching the new UEB rules and gave the children in my class a choice of what they wanted to do, uh, they chose most of the time to do the new way. And so I thought, it must be good, and I'm going to continue. So, you boys and girls, when you go back to school this fall, you ask your teachers if you can start learning the UEB rules because you want to come back in two years. In 2016 is when it goes into effect. You want to come back. And I know that they probably will start with apprentice, but... But you want to learn it because it will be, make your life easier in the future. So be positive about it and jump in and learn it. The last thing I want to say is I've loved being a teacher. It's important to teach Braille and O&M and the daily living skills and all those things. But the thing that the students have taught me is that they have taught me life. They have taught me how to succeed in life. When in my life, when I've gotten down, I've thought of Carol many, many times through the years. If she can do it, I can do it. So I applaud you, boys and girls that are here tonight. What a success you are, and continue working hard. Braille is not easy, but it's worth it. 
Thank you. Yabba dabba doo. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you, Jan. I told you she had passion and a great story. Thank you. You know, she's one of many just exceptional teachers in the room tonight. In fact, we have a former Teacher of the Year here. Sandy, are you around? Sandy Cervente, 2007. She is one, Jan is one, but I know there are many other in the room. Would all of the teachers in the room please do us the honor of standing up so we can recognize your hard work each and every day. there wouldn't be much to teach if there weren't transcribers putting that braille on those pages. Yeah. I'd like to acknowledge our lead transcriber who works tirelessly all year. She's there for all 43 regionals when they need scoring help. She's for us at Braille Institute. Marcy Ponzio, are you here? And would you get all your fellow transcribers to please stand up? These are the people that all make it happen. Thank you very much. It's all yours, Fred and Barney. Yabba dabba doo. Ah, thank you. Thank you. How are you, my friends? Well, you know, I'm, uh, as a journalist, I often have to deliver bad news. And unfortunately, this is one of those moments. The test results are still missing. Oh, now what? Hello, Officer Chuba. Okay, well... All right. Hello, sir. Give us the good news. You have found Bobo. You, you. Okay. You did not find Bobo. You did not find the envelope, but you are holding bananas. Ah, I know. You are going to give bananas to every challenger as a consolation prize, right? Ah, you're going to use the bananas to try and lure Bobo. Brilliant idea, isn't it? Yeah. But good luck to you. I don't know where you're going to find him because I still think we got to call this a day here. This is pretty much over, officer. And I think, you know, ladies and gentlemen, thank you so much. It has been my honor to be here. It has been my honor to be with you all. Uh, but unfortunately, because we don't have test results, with a winner's results, um, there's nothing to do but thank you again for being here. And I promise that the 15th year of this will, will be much smoother. Uh, but, but with that said, again, I, uh, please Ooh. continue to watch NBC. Well, 
this Sears quick draw. Oh, I see Bo. Is Bobo coming? I I don't see Bobo. I I'm. Uh oh. It's time for me to get off stage and let Bobo. Bobo with the winning envelope. Okay, Officer Chuba, do your magic. Be careful. Bobo is here on center stage. He's got the envelope. He's coming closer. Come on, Bobo. Go do your stuff, Officer Chuba. Okay. He's still got the envelope. Officer Chuba, I think the bananas could work. The bananas worked. Now Bobo's got them both. Wait! We now have the winning envelope. Bobo has his bananas, and we have a hero. Thank you, Officer Chuba. Thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you. And I have the winning envelope right here. And I have so many friends, so many circus friends, so many other friends to be here with me. But Officer Tuba came back. And now I would like to check to see if we do, in fact, have another tweet to share with you all. Well, we sure do. This is Quick Draw McGraw, the fastest gun in the West. This one comes to us from Kristen at seven underscore. Yaks. <laughs> well, it says here, uh, wishing cousin Jalen Ballard the best of luck at the Braille Challenge. So we're proud of him. Yes, sir. Thank you, Quick Draw McGraw. Also, we've just been instructed that we're going to go straight into the awards. No more tweets because we're tweet it out. <laughs> I think that's a great idea. Are you ready? I've got them. I'm they're, all ready. They're a little wet, but uh, you know, what's a little ape spit? No problem, right? I will wipe that off, but before we get inside of this envelope, this is a moment I know that you all have been waiting for. This is a moment that I have been waiting for. We have a very special surprise guest to introduce you all to this evening. And allow me for a minute to tell you about this very, very talented, talented young man. He's going to come up and share a few words with us. You probably know him as the lovable, albeit eccentric, Brick Heck. Did that name sound familiar? On one of our favorite shows, The Middle. He's in the room, but also he did the voice of Edgar in Tim Burton's Frankenweenie, which was a terrific movie. I didn't even know he did that, so that's awesome. And he is an all an all gentleman, and I know he is as honored to be here tonight as I am, and I would like to bring him up to the stage and have him say a few words. Ladies and gentlemen, Atticus Schaefer. much. Ah, all right. So how are you all doing tonight? Yeah. I 
am personally feeling fantastic because I am so incredibly honored to have been invited to join all of you for the Braille Institute Braille Challenge Awards. Congratulations to all of the challengers, the competitors, and everyone here. Here's my segue. Uh, challenges come into our lives in many ways, whether in the form of a goal we wish to achieve in meeting or in a competition, like here, where you have worked so hard to gain success. And there are other challenges which affect us in our daily lives. Like all of you here, I want you all to know that I truly understand what it is like to handle challenges in both of these areas. I don't know if everyone here is aware that I have a physical condition that I was born with. I happen to have a genetic condition called osteogenesis imperfecta, which is kind of complicated to explain medically, but the simplest explanation is that my bones are fragile. I'm not able to do many of the physical things that most people are able to do, and I just need to be as careful as I can so that I don't break. But I was born with this condition. I don't really know any other life but this one. And I was so blessed because my parents, especially my mom, taught me something that has been very valuable to me. My mom would always tell me, be yourself. With those simple words, given a complicated condition in a complex world, I was given a gift to be able to approach the world with my condition, which added to the person who I am. Then... With slight adjustments from the norm, I was able to face my challenges, set goals, and meet my dreams in just a different way. I can march to the beat of my own drummer. Many people wish to talk to me about my condition, and they often label it as a disability. But I don't feel disabled at all. I am able to do things. I'm just a little different and unique as an individual, as we all are as we all should be. I cannot do all things physically, but my heart and my mind are infinite. A friend of mine named Harley for Blankets for Beasties, who has made it her mission in life to save unwanted pets since she was a little girl, uses a quote from Edward Everett that I love. He said, I am only one, but I am one. I cannot do everything, but I can do something. All of us here are meant to be who we are, individual and unique. Life in this world would be so boring if we were all exactly alike, being able to do the same things. Don't you think? So, when we are, sorry, when we are faced with challenges in our lives, we learn. We grow in our infinite hearts and our infinite spirits. We can meet the goal or ever overcome the adversity. And... We become compassionate to each other and appreciate our lives even more in the process. Thank you so much for letting me join you tonight to be a part of your successes in reaching your goals and inspiring my life. Blessings to each and every one of you. Beautiful words from Atticus Schaefer. Atticus, thank you again for being here. Thank you.
Okay, I know you're all wanting to know what's inside of here, and now is the time, Atticus. We're actually going to do it, right? Oh, absolutely. It's dried off, but you still can hold it. And with that said, we're going to need some help up here. So I'm going to have some BIA uh, members come up and help us out, give some of our team members up here to help present the awards. With that said, let's welcome to the stage the Director of Child Development at Braille Institute, Sue Parker-Strafasi. Sue? Here is Sue. Hi, Sue. Hi, dear. Okay, I'm going to ask Atticus and Sue to take out our third place winners, and they're going to do the honors for you right here. If you would begin, please, with our apprentices. Apprentice is Austin Schwan. Austin Schwan. Congratulations again to Austin Schwan. He hopes his hobby of learning new technology can turn into a career with freedom scientific when he grows up. He says he wants to test new technology and hopes to train other blind and visually impaired people how to use it. He won first place at the Missouri Regional and he's most proud of being able to compete in the Braille Challenge. This is his first year in attendance. Again, a big congratulations. talented and gifted program in his school district. He had the opportunity to be the producer and director for the live news program in his talented and gifted class. All right. He's also quite the history buff and wants to be a historian when he grows up. One of his favorite hobbies is searching for information on Wikipedia. This is Richard's second year in attending the Braille Challenge again. Congratulations. Award. 
Congratulations to Richard. He could be my boss someday. Did you hear that? Um. The third place winner for sophomore, Christopher Abel. Christopher is an, an active student whose hobbies include rock climbing, jiu-jitsu, ATA, taekwondo, karate, swimming, boogie boarding, and chess. We'll get it right. He's a second degree black belt in ATA, taekwondo, karate, and a class champion of the chess club at his school. Chalker Elementary, by the way. He also loves to cheer on his favorite sports teams, the Atlanta Braves and the Atlanta Falcons. When Christopher grows up, he wants to be an astronaut and explore outer space. He has attended the Braille Challenge for five years, and congratulations once again. Junior Varsity, third place. Junior Varsity, third place winner is... Alyssa Townsend. Alyssa Townsend, come on down! Alyssa is an honor roll student who loves to sing in her school choir, play ball, and go tandem bike riding. She's been a Braille reader for 12 years and says she's looking forward to college one day so she can explore all her career options. She also loves the Chicago Blackhawks. She says she's her number one fan. Alyssa has attended the Braille Challenge for five years. Congratulations, Alyssa. Congratulations, Alyssa. Even L.A. Kings fans are happy for Alyssa tonight. <laughs> for varsity, the winner is... All right. The varsity, this award goes to Annabelle Costanza, Costanzo. Annabelle Costanzo. All right. Annabelle, come on down. Annabelle has been on the Presidential Honor Roll since her freshman year and recently became a member of the National Honor Society. She's the most proud of earning more than a 4.0 grade point average throughout her high school education. She wants to be a pharmacist when she grows up because she says she enjoys chemistry and wants to help people feel better. This is her seventh year attending the Braille Challenge.
one more time. Let's hear it for all of our third place winners. They are going to be escorted to our winner's circle as we now move on to round two. You ready, Atticus? Absolutely. Okay, I'd like to introduce a member of Braille Institute's National Advisory Committee for the Braille Challenge. It's quite a title. She is also a teacher of the visually impaired for the Carroll Center in Massachusetts. Please help me to welcome to the stage Eileen Curran. Eileen? Hello, Eileen. Atticus and you are going to do the honors for us. We're going to do the handheld right there. We have our handhelds on. We've, we're a double mic family here. There you go. Okay. Eileen? Hi, everyone. I can't tell you what a pleasure it is to be here with Atticus and Bobo and, 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 and Snagglepuss and Fred and Bernie and all of you Brill Challengers. Woo! Now, I don't think anyone knows this about me, but I have always wanted to be a Brill Challenger. But well, it didn't exist when I was a kid. So I am just so thrilled to be here. You know, I, I grew up when a, there was a lot less technology, a lot less of everything that you guys get to do. You know, I grew up in the Stone Age, sort of like Nancy Niebrugge, <clears throat> where the dinosaurs hung out at the pool here at the Universal uh, Hilton. So, yeah, I've, I've been around for a while. Back when I grew up, I did not have, I did not use a cane. Do you guys know that I am also blind or visually impaired? A low vision, legally blind, whatever you want to call me. I am visually impaired. But I was not taught to use a cane. I was not taught Braille. I was not taught a whole lot of technology well because there was not a whole lot of technology. Do you guys know what a tape recorder is? Or a typewriter? Yay! Go Atticus! Those were my technologies. As I was growing up, I think I sort of thought if I used a cane, it made me blind. And as I'm getting closer and closer to adulthood, I'm not there yet, but as I get closer, I realized my cane is not what makes me blind. My cane is what minimizes my blindness. Now, I'm not going to tell you how many years it took me to figure that out. But the reason I am so awed by every challenger in this room is you guys figured it out long before me. You use your canes with pride. You celebrate Braille through the Braille Challenge. I bet many of you have already participated in the Cane Quest. Clap your hands if you've been in the Cane Quest. You are using your tools to celebrate blindness, not just to minimize it, but to celebrate.
that you can do anything you want. So I just love watching you guys grow up, and I can't wait to see where each of you land as you get closer to adulthood also. So with that being said, I would like Atticus to help me read the second place Grill Challenge winners. And the second place winner for The Apprentice is Brooke Petro. Woo! Last year, it was Brooke's goal to make it to the National Braille Challenge. This is her first year here, ladies and gentlemen. She's most proud of her ability to read Braille, and she's the only person at her school that knows how to read Braille. She also loves to do art projects and hopes to use those talents as an artist when she grows up. Ladies and gentlemen, give it up for Brooke again. Joey Para. Joey loves to learn new and challenging things. He wants to be an archaeologist when he grows up because he says he wants to discover new findings. He's also the winner of the 2013 Special Award of Merit by the Southwest Association for Education and Biomedical Research. His product's accomplishments are getting good grades and going to the Blind Olympics. This is Joey's second year attending the Braille Challenge. Give it up, ladies and gentlemen, once again for our Joey. I just want to make sure before I say it, Paige Drury. Paige is an avid reader and is especially a fan of the Beacon Street Girls series of books. She also enjoys writing books, singing, playing the piano, and talking on the phone with her friends. She wants to be a psychologist when she grows up. She says she's most proud of making it to the Braille Challenge. Give it up for Paige. Woo! 
Drury. from South Jordan, Utah. Brandy says her hobbies include anything musical. She plays the flute, sings in a choir, and participated in her school musical. She's an honor roll student and has received the Student of the Month Award. She wants to be a computer programmer when she grows up so she can make more accessible technology for the blind and visually impaired. She has attended the Braille Challenge, ladies and gentlemen, get this, for nine years. Give it up for Brandy Hick from South Jordan, Utah. And our varsity group is next. Second place winner for varsity is... Rihanna Martin. Rihanna Martin from British Columbia, Canada. Rihanna has attended the Braille Challenge for eight years. She enjoys playing the piano, poetry, and researching British history. Her goal is to one day be an editor or publisher for the BBC, British Broadcasting Corporation. In September, she will be moving to England to attend Catherine Ray Bible School. off to the winner's circle where they deserve to be, am I right? Okay. 
Do you know what time it is, Atticus? Is it, it is. time for the first place winners to be named? It is. It is. It is. Okay, but first I want to ask, is everybody having fun? Oh! Hey, I'm smarter than the average bear. You know, one of, one of my very, very special heroes is here tonight. Somebody that I have admired for so many years. And we're going to bring her on stage right now because she deserves to be here to help us give out the awards to our first place winners. You know her. You love her. I know her. I love her. She is the Braille Institute's Executive Director for the City of Los Angeles. Ladies and gentlemen, please welcome to the stage Anita Wright. Hi, Robert. Hello, Hi, beautiful. Atticus. How are you today? Okay. You ready? You're in time for our first place awards. Oh, I don't know. I'm pretty tired. I think we should just go home. <laughs> All right. Would you care to do the honors for us, Anita? Oh, let me think about it. I'm going to have you and Atticus help as we get ready. Would you like to help me, Atticus, do this? Absolutely. Cool. Okay, so let's start with, hmm, varsity. I like to shake things up a little bit. Yes, she does. <laughs> okay. Atticus, will you please announce the first place winner for the, for the apprentice group, please? For first place for the apprentice category. Sierra Peterson. Sierra likes to stay active by swimming and jumping on the trampoline. She also has a love for animals and says she wants to be a veterinarian when she grows up. She has made the principal's list, but says she's most proud of being student of the month at her school. She has attended the Braille Challenge for two years. Sierra Peterson from Tucson, Arizona. Heavens to Murgatroyd, this is Snagopus. This award show has me on pins and needles, anticipatory even, I'm telling ya. I, I think that's a talking lion. That's affirmatory, Mr. Kovakian. Ah, I tell ya, I'm Snagopus. None whatsoever either. Please allow me to interject an interjection. Uh, it's Kovacic. Oh, whatever. What? do you want, Snagglepuss? Before we announce our grand prize winners, heavens to Murgatroyd, I think we ought to explain what it is they're winning exactly, precisely even. Actually, Snagglepuss has a good idea. That is a very good idea. Of course it is, says I, the king of beasts, a little music, fellas. 
In addition to cash prize, each first place winner receives a Braille note, Apex, BT, 32, heavens to Murgatroyd, valued at 5500 Not to mention, the name of the first place varsity winner is also added to the Braille Challenge Perpetual Trophy. State right to be honored for all eternity, forever even. Thank you, Snagglepuss. That is something worth striving for, and thank you for interrupting us, although Don't it was for a very good it, cause. Mr. Stiff, whatever your name is, King of the Beast, I'm out of here. Exit, stage, left. Snagglepuss, everyone. Thank you. I'm here all week. Try the keys. But now, let us get back to our first place winners, Ananita and Atticus. So it's the freshman the envelope, please. He's so nervous. I'm so nervous. Julia Legrand. Julia has been a Braille reader for five years and even won first place in the 2012 Braille Challenge in the Apprentice Group. Music plays a big role in her life. She enjoys singing, playing the violin in an orchestra, exploring new instruments, and learning the Braille music code. When she's not involved in music, she enjoys traveling with her family and playing at home with her dog. Wrong? Where? Shut up, Scoob. She has attended the Braille Challenge for four years. Give it up, ladies and gentlemen, for Julia! And now, the first place winner for sophomore is... Griffin Miller. Yes, it's Griffin Miller from West Bloomfield, Michigan. Griffin has been a Braille reader for 10 years and is especially passionate about mathematics. He is currently taking honors pre-calculus for high school credit and can recite over 400 digits of pi. He's also the 2013 winner of the President's Education Award for Outstanding Academic Excellence. He is most proud of being able to help people with technology. He often assists visually impaired students at his school with their tech questions. He has attended the Braille Challenge for five years. Griffin Miller! Come on down!
Okay, junior varsity. Can I get a bigger drum roll maybe? Can I get a louder drum roll maybe? Boys, give her a bigger drum roll. Cricket Brittleman, San Diego, California, come on down! Cricket won first place in the Southern California Regional Braille Challenge. She's been attending the Braille Challenge for seven years now and won first place in her group back in 2006 and in 2007. She's aspiring to attend Stanford University one day and received a Ph.D. in physics. She also enjoys reading, riding, and tandem bicycling. Cricket has attended the Braille Challenge for seven years. want to have the mic near me. I want to be just like you when I grow up. Maybe you'll get my name right. Okay. Maybe not. <laughs> Here we go. Atticus, would you do the honors? First place for varsity. Tiffany Zhao. Tiffany has attended the Braille Challenge for 12 years now. She won first place last year in the varsity group. She recently got accepted to her dream school at UC Berkeley and hopes to one day pursue a career as a lawyer. She credits Helen Keller as her biggest hero, saying she never let other people stop her from doing what she wanted to do. In her spare time, Tiffany plays the piano, hikes, reads, acts, and plays computer games. Ladies and gentlemen, Tiffany! Another round of applause, please. Unbelievable. 
I mean, those credentials are incredible. I'm so relieved NBC is not here tonight because I would be in real trouble because that resume, the resume of all of them is just, just incredible and mind-blowing. Congratulations. These are our first place winners. And before we announce our final winner, there is someone else very special uh, that we'd like to introduce you to tonight. And it's a bit of a surprise because we like to surprise you. As we say, we know, as you are very much aware, the circus has indeed come to town here and just in time for tonight's celebration. And along with it, we're very lucky to have a man here whose talents and passion for community involvement is truly unsurpassed. Now, you have heard him performing throughout our evening. Yeah, it's just one man that you have heard tonight. That performance was a medley of Hanna-Barbera and Warner Brothers cartoon characters. He's an author, he's a singer, he's a songwriter, he's an award-winning radio personality, and he also, in his free time, is a father of four. Please welcome to our stage the man behind all of those voices you heard tonight, ladies and gentlemen, and our challengers, a big round of applause for Scott Innes. Like Scooby-Doo, where are you? Yeah, right, Scooby-Doo. <laughs> wow, will you take a look at the crowd, Scoob? Like I don't know about you, but I'm starved. Yeah, right, boy, Scooby-Dooby-Doo. Puppy power, Troy, Snagglepuss, and this is Wally Gator, you know. I love my beloved Everglades. Yabba dabba do, this is Fred Flintstone and Bonnie Rebel. All right, Fred. <laughs> wow, blow me down. Oh, skillet and cool. Will you look at that, Robert? <laughs> Man, I tell you what. That's, that's, that's uh, you know, fun sitting back here doing all those voices. How about a big round of applause for all of our contestants tonight, huh? This is amazing. Boy. And our band, Super Casanova, huh? How about that? Take a bow, guys. You can catch all these sweet sounds and all of this at supercasanova.com. Yeah. And ladies and gentlemen, let me see if I can get it right now. Oh. Your host for tonight, NBC4, and as Tom Brokaw would say, uh, this is Tom Brokaw, NBC News. Tonight, we have a very special guest, uh, Kovacic. Did I say that right? There you go. Robert Kovacic, ladies and gentlemen. All right. And as Paul Harvey would say, and now you know the rest of the story. Good day. And one more thing before we go, I'd like to just um, just a quick moment of silence for a man who gave so much to Los Angeles, California, and around the world in Hollywood who passed away this past Sunday. His name was Casey Kasem. He was the original voice of Shaggy and so many other Hanna-Barbera cartoon characters. He passed away Sunday. He was one of my mentors, one of my heroes. He gave voice to over 35 years of saying, Scooby-Doo, where are you? So in his honor, just a moment of silence.
Thanks a lot. Scooby Dooby Doo. Scott Ennis, everyone. Thank you. Oh, and one other thing, real quick, Robert, if we can, we need to bring Bobo out here. Wait, Bobo, are you back there? Where's Bobo? What? Bobo, come on out here. Let's hear it for Bobo. And... <laughs> what? We got Bobo. Oh, don't touch. Are you? You're not peeing on the stage, are you? No, I'm just checking. Oh, my goodness. And don't forget about Officer Chuba. And Officer Tuba. Can, can you give us another pause there? One more. <laughs> right there. Woo. And I thought I worked in a circus. Okay. <laughs> when I go home and tell the bosses that too. All right. Just a quick reminder to parents. Um, children who have received awards this evening, we are going to ask you to stay just a few minutes extra. We're going to need some group photos taken, so, so please keep that in mind and don't rush out the, the door. Your cash awards will be sent by a mail, and prizes for first place winners are to be picked up at the registration counter. So the prizes for first place winners, you can pick them up at the registration counter. And now, I do believe Atticus, Anita, Bobo, Tuma, Scott, we still have one more award to announce, am I right? We do. All right, here we go. I'm going to pass the baton or the oh, mic. Wait a minute, I think we've already, we've already done it. Have we already done it? We've already done it. Jumped the gun on me. Wait, so we jumped the gun earlier, so we already did it. We did it. We, we did it. It's done. Ladies and gentlemen, we really are done. <laughs> Thank you for a very, very exciting evening. Before they step off stage, one more time. Well, you'll see him back in the fall. Say hi to him tonight, because he's going to be signing autographs, the one and only Atticus Schaefer. <laughs> Scott Innes, everyone. Stop by and see him as well. Have him do your favorite voice. Maybe he'll get your name right. They're both going to be signing autographs out there for you. So, so, you know, go make sure you say hi to them, because they certainly want to say hi to you. Bobo, Tuba, everyone, our entire circus, all of our challengers, all of our parents, everyone at the Braille Institute for everything you do every day of the year. On behalf of NBC4, I am so honored to be here, and we look forward to seeing you again next year. With that, I say the 14th annual Braille Challenge has come to a conclusion. The show no longer needs to go on. What a great evening this has been. We've had everything. We've had a one-man band. We've had uh, clowns, gorillas, funny policemen, music. And above all, we've had wonderfully motivated kids who have learned their basic skills in Braille. All of them, every one of them here, are winners. We've come to the end of this live broadcast of the Braille Institute of America's 2014 Braille Challenge Award Ceremony. It's been another exciting and memorable evening here at the Hilton Universal Hotel in Los Angeles for the winners in each category, for all of the participants, the teachers, the counselors, the parents, and everyone who worked so hard to arrive at this point and to make this event such a success. 
We hope that you've enjoyed our voice picture of the Braille Challenge. This broadcast has been brought to you by Airs LA and can be heard as a podcast on our website, www.airsla.org. Thanks to Nancy Niebuhrbrugen, the Assistant Vice President for National Programs, and Sergio Oliva, Manager of National Programs for Braille Institute, for their help in making this program possible. And thanks to our always reliable engineer, Dick Burton. I'm Terry Grossman. And I'm Max Flehager. Good evening. <laughs>